Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and today I have a quick news update for you guys. We're going to be talking about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, some Halo Infinite news as we're going to have changes to the development team. We're going to talk about Jurassic World Evolution. We're going to talk about Star Wars Squadrons, Lego Star Wars, and Dragon Age. Just a quick update. Um, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it, and thank you guys for listening to the show. But let's just get into it. Cue that intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the show. So we definitely have a lot to talk about today, and I think we should just get straight into it today. We are talking about some news, some good old trailers, some announcements, and things that uh, some of us may not have expected. But one of them that has been predicted for years and uh, many fans have been asking for is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, I'm very excited for this announcement as it looks incredible. They're bringing back Alec Mason and Frank Woods just, and some other uh, historical figures that are going to be in the campaign. Uh, the game looks great. Uh, you should go check out the trailer. Uh, the multiplayer reveal will be on September 9th. Uh, there will be an open beta coming soon. Uh, the game will be cross-play. Uh, it will be cross-gen as well. And it will feature a single-player campaign. And zombies are also confirmed. And... It will be 60 bucks, you know, for your standard edition. And then cross-gen will be 70 bucks, And then ultimate edition will be 80 bucks. So, eh, your typical... Your typical Call of Duty, uh, you know, uh, prices. And then if you pre-order it, you can play as Frank Woods in uh, Call of Duty Warzone. And you also get, I believe, some weapon skins. Or no, I'm sorry, you get a weapon blueprint. Uh, So definitely check that out. The game will launch November 13th for all platforms. So Series X, PS5, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. So the reason why I wanted to talk about it is Call of Duty has been brought back to life for the greater good, and the games look great. Uh, You know, Modern Warfare was just an outstanding game. The campaign was really cool. Um, For some reason, I didn't play it. (laughs) I just watched all the cutscenes. This was before the game was launched, and I was impatient because I didn't plan on buying the game, uh, just because uh, I don't know why. Um, The multiplayer is extremely fun. Definitely your more classic Modern Warfare 1 and 2 uh, feeling to it with obviously you know the new tech and video games they're allowed to do a lot more and then of course uh, the granddaddy of it all is Warzone which is their ver- their take on the battle royale genre it is also free to play and it is it is outstanding it is such a good game mode it's very fun definitely a lot of different ways to play it when you got vehicles um, you can drop in care packages or loadout drops uh, you can get cash to bring your teammates back. They just did a really good job with that game, and obviously they will be expanding on it with Cold War. And I'm really, I'm really excited to see the future of Call of Duty because because of how well it's doing again. You know, with this uh, spiritual reboot, I guess you would call it uh, of Modern Warfare. Um, things have been going really well. Fans have been. It's. I mean, it's extremely popular. So I would imagine. You know, people are uh, pretty darn happy about what they got. And I just want to talk about it because 
it's really excuse the pages in the background. I had to flip a notepad over. Um, it's really exciting because Call of Duty for a while just like it seemed really stale, you know, with Infinite Warfare. Um, I, th- I think Black Ops Three had some like weird futuristic stuff to it as well. Uh, Call of Duty Ghost was atrocious to uh, a lot of people out there. Um, World War Two just way too many microtransactions and I, I might be forgetting one but anyways we've been waiting a long time for Modern Warfare to come back obviously they remastered the original one with the original multiplayer which was outstanding but we wanted a little bit more and I would I would I don't speak for everybody but I would say that this uh, the current um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare we have uh, just did a really good job, and obviously Cold War looks to continue that with a campaign trailer they showed. Uh, the game looked amazing. I definitely want to play the campaign. I, th- I thought Black Ops 1 was really good all-around multiplayer. Uh, zombies, of course, and then the campaign uh, was fantastic. I never played Black Ops 2, but I heard nothing but good things about it. So I'm really excited to see what Treyarch uh, has to offer us. You know, I think um, I think this is great for Call of Duty fans. Uh, Crossplay is something that should be a next-gen standard, and I really hope we continue to move forward with crossplay because uh, being able to play with my friends who are on PS5 or PC, um, you know, and vice versa for them to be able to play with whoever's on uh, a platform, um, I think is fantastic. I, I really hope we continue this trend, and that's pretty much it for uh call of duty uh cold war it will focus on you know real quick before we can move on it will focus on the vietnam war to the height of the atomic weapons in the 1980s so there's definitely a a big time frame there but obviously they'll probably handle it very well um just once again really excited uh for call of duty black ops cold war um please check out the trailer if you haven't yet i think it's worth your time uh definitely brought those black ops one vibes um some um, which is extremely excited to see uh, this game on the current engine that they are using for Modern Warfare. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, one more little detail. Uh, the game is already confirmed to run at 4K, uh, 120 frames per second on PS5. So that should be pretty badass in multiplayer. So we'll have to see how that uh, plays out. Um, I'm just really excited for everyone to check it out. Uh, please let me know what your thoughts are on Call of Duty. Uh, just a reminder, you can follow me on Instagram at it just works Pod, and you're more than welcome to join in on the conversation. If you have any feedback or critiques, uh, I'm all ears. Um, I, I'm excited to get better at this. I want to make the best content for you guys. I really appreciate anybody who listens to this. So one more time, it is it just works Pod on Instagram at it just works Pod. All right, guys. So we are going to move on to uh, Halo. Uh, some Halo Infinite news that I think. Uh, is very good and scary. So on Halo Waypoint, they they post every week a community update that lets people know about the development of MCC and what they're adding to PC, Halo Infinite, and you know Halo Wars 2, just anything excuse me that is newsworthy. They they post about it there. So Unicheck or Unicheck, uh, sorry if I said, pronounced your name wrong, um, confirmed that Joseph Staten is uh, being brought on board as a project lead for the campaign on Halo Infinite. And then we will also have MCC veteran Pierre Hintzy, uh definitely don't know how to say his last name, who will focus on the free-to-play uh, multiplayer experience. So they've brought in two veterans 
of the Halo franchise to basically fix Halo Infinite is the best way to put it. And that's the incredible news is that, you know, Joseph Staden basically wrote was, well, he was part of the reason why the campaigns are so amazing. You know, he was a, he was a lead writer on those. Um, the, the man is very, very talented. He worked with Marty all the time on, you know, character development and the music of the games. Uh, definitely should not go unnoticed. This is very huge news. But the reason why I, well, before I move on to why I think it's scary news, um, you know, Pierre has basically been a part of what's fixed MCC uh, since his 2014 launch. As many of you know from previous episodes, or if you've played it yourself, the game sucked when it came out. It was just atrocious. It just didn't work. You couldn't play with your friends. And at the current day, the build is incredible. There's still some things that need to be fixed, but the game runs extremely well the way you would always want it to run. You know, it's got five games running at the same time. It's it's quite a bit. Anyways, they fixed it, right? So this guy will obviously, I would say, be the best person to put on, uh, you know, best person for the job for the multiplayer. So I'm, I'm very happy to hear about that. But the reason why I find it scary is because Halo Infinite was supposed to launch in November. You know, the Series X is launching in November. This game was supposed to be its flagship title. But now we are bringing in a new project lead for the campaign and the multiplayer experience. So it really makes you wonder, what, <laughs> what was actually done with the game? I mean, we're getting close to its theoret, or you know, um, you know, the launch that it was supposed to have. So now I'm wondering, like, was the game in that bad of shape? Like, was it not just the the clouds popping in and the grass popping up? You know, as the Master Chief was walking towards it. Like, is it so much worse than that? You know, the brutes. You know, you got Craig, the brute. Um, it it kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, I really hope that. You know, as we move on, they reveal a little bit more and say, hey, maybe we just didn't like the ending. We needed Joseph Staten's help to to finish up the project. You know, maybe it's something like that. But we have two new project leads and for different parts of the game. So now I'm wondering, there is some uh, rumors before the Xbox Game Showcase in July that Halo Infinite would just launch with a campaign and then it's multiplayer at a later date. So now I'm kind of wondering... Was that true? Like, were they really planning on splitting this game uh, just so they could finish the multiplayer? Um, it's just, it really worries me because this game has to be good. If Halo, Halo Infinite is not good, you might as well put Master Chief to sleep because you shouldn't make another Halo game. I don't know how 343 cannot make a good Halo game, but for some reason, it's just a thing. And I'm not saying game development is easy. I, I will never claim that, but <laughs> they are really just fucking up. And I I just want a good Halo game. That's all I'm asking for at this point. I thought the demo was cool. It definitely needed some uh, touching up, but I would have loved to play that eight-minute demo. If they released it today, I would lose my shit. Um, just please make it make a good game. It's not that hard, you know? Um but that's the, that's the scary news. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible because I really do believe in Joseph Staten. You know, he, him and Marty are one of the biggest reasons why Halo 3 ODST is the game that it is, which is one of my personal favorite games of all time. Uh, obviously, the Halo games before that were great. Uh, you know, so I'm, 
I'm extremely excited to see where Halo Infinite goes now. I'm just, I was just kind of scared of like, well, where was it at before them? So that's pretty much it for Halo. I just wanted to touch on that real quick as that's a pretty big deal because now we're like, okay, well, we were supposed to get that with the launch of the Series X. Now we're not. What's going on here? So the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is very exciting, but at the same time, it's like, why are we talking about this? Unless you have gameplay to show for it, um, something that we might actually get at launch, and that is BioWare's Dragon Age behind-the-scenes trailer that was shown today. So the trailer starts off with Casey Hudson, who is the um, studio lead. Uh, this man is a legend in, when it comes to Mass Effect and the original Dragon Ages. This guy is really good at what he does. He was actually brought back to the studio uh, because of how bad Anthem was. So I have faith in him, but the behind-the-scenes trailer just kind of showed... You know, they described their goals like it was a mission statement for them to investors. <laughs> um but they showed they showcased some voice acting, you know. Obviously, they're recording voices, some mocap, uh, you know, motion capture. They showed uh, concept art and some actual gameplay, you know, uh, just their development and uh, the gameplay of it. So they'll show uh, a knight deflecting attacks or fighting a boss or just environmental gameplay, just just to give you an idea of what they're going for. Um, I think the game is going to look fantastic. I think what they're going for is beautiful. I just want to see it. Like Anthem, with its E3 trailer, really got a lot of people excited. Come to find out that that's all they had, and then the game they released was nothing like that. And I just... Bioware used to be so good at what they do with Knights of the Old Republic, the original Dragon Ages, the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, Definitely a studio with a lot of pedigree, but these days it's like... It's pretty sad to hear anything about them, so I'm really hoping that Dragon Age is good. Uh, like I said, it used to be an amazing studio. I want to believe that it still is. Uh, the trailer didn't even get me excited because I don't really, like, I don't care about that. I want to maybe play the game for myself now when it comes to Bioware. Like, I need a demo. I need to know what I'm going to get out of my money. So we'll see what happens. They have some really interesting ideas, obviously, with character development. You know they they're really huge on the 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 player interacting with NPCs and building uh, relationships there, or you know maybe you want to kill that person. They let you do that, so it's cool. But to be honest, it's like eh, well, uh, we'll see what we get. So the next thing I want to move on to is Star Wars Squadrons. Yes, that game. Ryan, why are you talking about it again? Well, they decided to show us another trailer. <laughs> it's still only in first person. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I know the game's only going to be in first person, but a man can have a dream, right? So they decided to show the story trailer, which is kind of like your typical, you know, explaining the objective of the campaign to you like you're kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, joking aside, uh, the, the campaign does look good. Uh, the trailer looked great. They had uh, Princess Leia in it. They had Wedge Antilles. Uh, some of the other characters that we've seen from previous trailers. And they made a, a huge impact on letting you know that, hey, you know, you're going to talk to your crewmates before the mission starts. Or, you know, whatever you're doing in the campaign, it sounds like you're going to be pretty interactive with your squad mates and these characters that they show. So, I mean, I won't lie. I'm pretty interested in it. And they did show some brief gameplay. Um... It looks good. My my main concern is that there's no beta 
to test the game out. Like I would love to, like a, maybe a a campaign demo where you play one mission on each side. Um, I think that would be cool or a multiplayer beta, but just the only thing that has me worried at this point, like I'm joking, like I don't even mind playing it in first person. I just want to, I just want to play it for myself and see how it feels. Uh, Cause it looks very fluid. It does look like it's fun. Uh, the game does look gorgeous. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for any type of dog fighting, you know, Starfighter games are just amazing. So I just think that we could use a beta a multiplayer beta or a campaign demo before launch but it does release october 2nd and it's going to be available for all platforms besides this the switch and i i do recommend watching the trailer it did get me excited uh, i'm just hoping that it's not like a four hour campaign uh you know no one really wants to no one really wants to play that <laughs> you know uh i would like at least 10 hours i don't really know what to expect at this point but the game does look good. I'll give EA Motive that. I think they are doing a good job. Uh, I'm definitely definitely interested in seeing uh, what else they want to show with gameplay. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it at this point. It's like the game is ready to be launched, and it's either you play it or you don't. Because, I mean, I don't know what else they could really show that would interest people. They did confirm there's only eight Starfighters you know, on each side, which is cool. Um, other than that, like, I, I really don't know what to expect. But uh, definitely check out the trailer. It got me interested in the campaign. I think it will for you guys as well. Uh, just go ahead and check it out. Uh, just a quick reminder again. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at it just works pod, where you can chime in on the conversation. You can give feedback. You know, you can critique the episodes. Or, you know, if you, like I said, if you just want to add more to uh, a thought I had, I'd love to hear it. So once again, it's at it just works pod on Instagram at it just works pod. Thank you, guys. So. The next game we're going to talk about is another Star Wars game, which I wasn't really expecting this, but the trailer looked pretty funny, and the, honestly, the gameplay they showed looked kind of interesting. Uh, it is Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Skywalker Walker. <laughs> I'm not even going to cut that. I sound so stupid. Uh, it is Skywalker Saga, so I think that's why I said Skywalker, because I looked at Saga at the same time. Uh, so that got announced today. So it's going to feature it's going to feature all nine films in one game. Uh, it will be released in spring of next year for all platforms, including the Nintendo Switch. And from what I can tell from the trailer, uh, the gameplay looks really fun. Uh, the game looks fun. Uh, it's got a lot of comical relief. If you've never played a Lego game um, in recent years, they've added voice acting, uh, some original voice act, or you know, some original actors, or they you know they hire people. But the original Lego games never really had that. So over the years, they've added voice acting, but they've also added a lot of comical relief, which they've, I think they've had since the launch of the games. But one of the things that stood out to me in the trailer was when Luke was looking at the Emperor from Return of the Jedi, and the Emperor's like trying to use his lightning, but it's just like in Legos, and then he tries throwing it at him, and then he uses the real lightning. And I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, you know, those kind of experiences really can make anyone laugh. And I think this game, uh, you know, these nine films in one game would be great for any kid out there who's trying to just maybe learn more about the Star Wars universe after playing the game, or I'm sorry, watching the films. Uh, the game does look fun. I might check it out. I hope there's a demo because I just think it'd be fun to mess around. Um, so I just want to talk about that announcement real quick because, you know, it's kind of a huge deal. Lego games, uh, they do really good in sales, but in my mind... We're getting another Star Wars game. You know, we got uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which released last year. We got Squadrons this year. 
And then in spring of next year, uh, you know, the Skywalker saga. I almost said it again. <laughs> um, so maybe this means that they're really trying to push out more games. You know, maybe Battlefront 3 will be announced soon and maybe it will be even bigger than Battlefront 2 with all of its updates. Uh, we'll just have to keep an eye out, but I'm really crossing my fingers that we keep getting more Star Wars games that aren't on mobile because uh, I just think this franchise is uh, slowly coming back to its height of popularity. I think um, people are ready to move on from the sequel trilogy and definitely get their hands on some Clone Wars games, Old Republic games, or hell, even future franchise or you know stories that they're trying to tell. Uh, I think now is the perfect time to really push out those kind of games. Uh, you know, there's a millions of Star Wars fans out there, so now's the time to do it. And to close out this news update, I wanted to talk about uh, Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition. So that's kind of a mouthful, uh, but it's a park builder simulator. If you played Zoo Tycoon, uh, Jurassic Park Operation Genesis on the PS2 and Xbox back in the day, also PC. Um, it's it honestly feels like a spiritual successor to Operation Genesis if you ever played it. Uh, but if you haven't, you basically get to build your own park, uh, put dinosaurs wherever you want. You you literally get to create your own Jurassic Park. So it's definitely for any fan out there of dinosaurs or the Jurassic Park films. I highly recommend it because they did release an expansion that's called Welcome uh, Return to Jurassic Park. And Sam Neill and Laura Dern came back to voice their characters. Jeff Goldblum is, uh, you know, he voices Ian Malcolm throughout the entire game. And Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire uh, Denning. So you got all those uh, actors coming back to voice their characters. You got the huge cast of dinosaurs. And being able to build your own park is really fun. Uh, I can't recommend this game enough. But... The reason why we're talking about it, besides it having a complete edition that's coming out later this year, is it will be released on the Nintendo Switch. So you will now be able to build a Jurassic Park on the go. And I just think this is amazing news because you don't see licensed games like this on the consoles or, you know, especially the Nintendo Switch, right? So uh, this is huge news because the game sold 7 million, or I'm sorry. 2 million copies in its first seven months. You know, the game came from out of the blue. Uh, I just think that's a really good launch. And I think there's a ton of people on the Nintendo Switch that are going to be just huge fans of this game. I'm really excited to see this game go to a new audience out there. I plan on buying this game again for the Switch. Um, I, I seriously cannot recommend it enough. If you like your Velociraptors, Brachiosaurus, Stegosaurus, Triceratops, the good old T-Rex, my personal favorite... Um, you can definitely get a kick out of it. Uh, Spinosaurus as well. Um, there's just a ton of dinosaurs. T uh, there's a ton of things to do. Uh, challenges to complete. Um, you can change the uh, the colorization of dinosaurs through challenges. So if you want a different colored looking uh, T-Rex, you can do that. They also released a Raptor Squad pack uh, for the consoles already. But it obviously will be in your edition if you buy it for the Switch. And you can have Velociraptors that look like blue. You know, and Delta and all, and Alpha, you know, well, Alpha's Chris Pratt. So you can have a Chris Pratt Velociraptor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about this today because I think it's, I think it's a huge deal. Just like Star Wars, I'm excited to see what other games come to the Switch or just maybe what other franchises get uh, new games. I think we're heading into a new era of creativity and I'm really excited to see where it goes. So that's pretty much it for today's update, everyone. I just wanted to talk about a few things and just get you guys an update. I think 
you know, Call of Duty Cold War being announced is is such a huge deal. There's so many thousands of and millions of fans out there that have wanted this game to come out. So I'm really excited for everyone. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, stay tuned. Me and Alex will be recording the Star Wars sequels. Um, yeah, the sequel trilogy. We're gonna we're gonna record an episode on that. Um, he's already watched a couple of the films. I still need to get going on it. Um, it's gonna be pretty tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I originally liked Force Awakens when it uh, came out. I, I didn't have any super you know big issues with it, but we'll see where it goes. So, anyways. This is the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and I want to thank you all so much for listening to the show. It truly means the world to me. Uh, make sure you subscribe for future episodes and check us out on Instagram at It Just Works Pod. And let me know what you think of the show. So thanks again, everyone, and have a good night.